Welcome. So good to have you with us today. Uh, This is season two of Weekly Devotions with Pastor James, and so glad that you're able to join us today. Hopefully things are going well for you and your life and uh, vacation season, Uh, at least uh, where I'm I'm from. We don't get to go out and enjoy the weather the whole year. Uh, We have something called snow, but uh, it's great weather where I'm at, and hopefully things are going well for you. And uh, as I said, it is season two. Uh, We've been on a bit of a break uh, lately, and uh, we're back uh, with weekly devotions with Pastor James. And so hopefully, prayerfully, uh, things are well for you. And let me ask you a question. Are you tired? Maybe I'll put it this way. Are you weary? So often, we get so wearied in our lives. And uh, this year has been different than COVID in the sense of weariness. Uh, I know a lot of people in my church, in my circle of friends and family and whatnot, a lot of people are wearied. And uh, I even find myself wearied as well. And a few weeks back, um, about in in April, I had something that I needed to speak at and I needed a little bit of devotion. I'm like, hey, I can do a devotion. I have a podcast, you know, called Weekly Devotions. We can handle that. You know, being a pastor, you could usually pull a devotion out of your hat for for the most part. Um, And I was thinking and I was reading and I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you, um, but I came across a couple verses that I had underlined years ago in my Bible and I, I read them and I'm like, that's what that's where I'm at now. And that's kind of what I need to be talking about now to uh, the group of people that I was uh, speaking to on that day. And it's in Galatians chapter six. And in Galatians chapter six, verses nine and 10, Paul says this, he says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Now, in my Bible, I have both of those verses underlined, and the verse that really stood out to me is where, in verse 9, where Paul says this, Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. And it's that phrase where Paul says, let us not become weary in doing good. And, ah, man, I I have to tell you, that's hard, isn't it? Maybe uh, you're you're in that spot right now where you're just uh, weary. And I know Paul was weary. Uh, you know, you read the book of Acts and everything that Paul went through, getting stoned, uh, having rocks thrown at him, getting beat, uh, court, uh, shipwrecked, and everything along those lines. I know Paul was, was weary. But let me just say this. Life is hard. And maybe you're in that season right now where where life just seems to be beating you down and you're weary and you just don't know if you want to keep going and you don't know if you want to keep trying. Maybe it's exercise. Maybe you're just exercising and exercising and nothing is is working. Maybe you're trying to eat better and nothing seems to be working. Maybe it isn't your ministry and maybe you're going, oh, wait, I'm not a pastor. I don't have a ministry. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you have a ministry. Uh, Every believer in Christ has a ministry to those people that God has placed in their lives. And ministry is hard. And if you're you're a pastor or if you have some type of role in the church, uh, ministry is hard. And you know what? That 
Jesus tells us it's going to be hard. Uh, one of the things I love about Jesus in the scriptures is that Jesus is up front with us on that. Jesus tells us, he goes, listen, if you're going to follow me, you're going to be persecuted. It's going to be hard. There is no fine print with Jesus. And so let me ask you this again. Are you weary? Are you weary of doing good, especially in the world in which we live in? It gets to the point where you kind of just want to tune out from everything and be like, what's what's the point? Um, it's just weary of sharing the gospel with others, weary of uh, just trying to share the word of God with others, weary of seeing the things take place in our world that are not honoring to God, that are not beneficial, that are not good. And you know what? If that's you, you're not alone. Uh, I, I've been in this season of weariness many times in my life. I know a lot of people that are. And I, I just want to encourage you with something uh, this morning. And if you're new, uh, what we try to do here on Weekly Devotions with Pastor James is just do a devotion. Uh, 20 minutes or less, just try to help to encourage you to strengthen your walk with Jesus in this world because we all need it. We all need it. And if you ever want to connect with me, uh, you could do so on Facebook at Guarding the Well, and you could connect with us there. Or if you listen to us on Podbean, uh, you could leave a comment uh, right there, and uh, I'll see that, and I'll be able to get back to you. But um, where Paul says in Galatians here, let us not become weary in doing good, that word weary, uh, it's a pretty cool word. And the word used to be used for a farmer, uh, getting to the point of just being tired and worn out. I don't know if you've ever seen a movie, or maybe you're a farmer, and you're just constantly planting and sowing, and you're just doing all this work, and get to the point of being tired uh, and just worn out. And another way this word was used, and ladies, moms, you might, you, you'll understand this, uh, the word weary at times back in the days of Paul, it was used of a woman who was in labor, who has had all this pain and all this work. So picture a, a, a woman in labor giving birth of all the pain and all the work that she's been putting forth, all the energy she's been putting forth for hours and hopefully, prayerfully, not, not days. And the baby hasn't come yet. And she gets to the point of being like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't have any more strength to do any of this work. Like this baby has to get here soon because I just can't do it. That's the word weary here. And you know what? Following Jesus gets like that. It really does. We look at our culture, we, we, all the attacks that come on us, uh, the attacks that come to our church, uh, everything that is anti-God, it just wearies us. Uh, we can look at just in, in, in the church, generally speaking, I was talking to a bunch of uh, people uh couple months back and I said I know pastoring in a church in the 1950s wasn't easy but things are incredibly different now over the last couple of years I've had to learn so many different ways of reaching people and following uh like keeping up to date with people and analytics for online stuff and you have travel sports and different generations and it's it's been absolutely uh, crazy in the church and it wearies people it really do even to the point where I don't know if you know this but they actually do studies and tell you that if you're trying to do something online like an online presence an online platform that if you structure your title 
in certain ways with certain words, more people are more likely to listen to it. And it's like, really? Like this, all this stuff just wearies you. And I'm sitting there as a pastor go, all I want to do is tell you about Jesus. And then, then it's not just ministry. It, it's just life, everything that comes up in life. And, uh, I kind of alluded to a couple moments ago, but uh, this year has been really wearisome for, you know, my family and I, um, you know, I've always told those of you that listen, uh, my son spends his days in a wheelchair. He's full time in, in a wheelchair and, he, and he's only 14 and we have to take care of him and help him with, with all these things. And then there's other health issues that you know, a number of people in my family have and uh, just it's wearisome. It really gets you tired and it's difficult. Sometimes you don't want to put your foot in front of the other foot. Some days you don't want to wake up. Some days, you know, this depression just sits in and, and we go back and go, why am I doing all of this? You know, I'm not losing the weight. It doesn't seem like uh, the word of God is having any impact on my coworker or my neighbor. Why, why, why do I keep going? Why, maybe I should just give up. And that, that's weariness. And Paul goes, no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Because here's the encouraging part of that verse. See, we often find ourselves in the first part where Paul says, let us not become weary in doing good. And the encouraging part, and you go, well, Paul, how can you tell me, you know, not to become weary? It's because the second part of that verse in verse 9 of Galatians 6, Paul says, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. You see, weariness causes us to give up. And when we give up, we miss out on the harvest. Whatever that harvest is, and God is in control of the harvest, of when it will come, and how big of a harvest to use that language. But when you give up, when you stop putting a foot in front of the other foot, when you stop reading the scriptures, when you stop you know, sharing the scriptures with others, when you stop sharing the gospel with others, when you stop following Jesus, you are going to miss the harvest that God is going to give to you and bring to you in your life. And I'm not saying God's going to drop a couple million dollars in your bank account. That's not, not what Paul is talking about. But notice the encouragement here. Because Paul says, for at the proper time. Okay, well, what's the proper time? Well, I can't tell you what the proper time is. That, that's God's timing. God's timing is always proper. I was reminded of this this morning. I have put something together for my church, and I was reminded of this. And uh, so I'll share it with you. Um, a few years back, uh, about six years, five, six years ago, um, my wife and I were at the point of going, where are we going to live? Uh, and now that's a big question. We have four kids at the time, and we're living in the parsonage of the church that I've been pastoring. And um, my son, my oldest son, was getting to the point where he is entering into uh, the phase of his disease where he was going to be in a wheelchair full time. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, he was going to be in a wheelchair full time. He needed the room to move around in the house, in the bathrooms, and things along those lines with a wheelchair. And the parsonage that we were living in at the time, 
nothing about it was accessible for my son. He couldn't even get in the house with a wheelchair. And the, the bathroom on the first floor, I am not kidding, is about 18 feet, uh, 18 inches wide um, by about uh, four and a half feet uh, long. That That's all it is. Um, there's no way he would be able to use that. And there's no way to fix it pretty much. So my wife and I looked at each other and go, we, we can't live here. We can't stay in this house. We, we need to move. And uh, if you know anything about pastors, they don't always make a, a lot of money. And so we went and we looked at a couple houses in in 10 to 15 minute radius of the church in which I pastor. And the housing market wasn't like it is now. Um, but the house, we saw one or two houses that we toured and they were only about a hundred thousand dollars. And so that's not, you know, a huge number for a, a home, but we also knew that these homes would need, um, probably 10, 20, maybe $30,000 worth of work so that they would work for my son and everything along those lines. And I'd come home and I'd crunch the numbers and, and look at my wife and go, we can't afford it. Uh, we can't afford it. And so it was down to the point of, we don't know where we're going to live. And does God want us to leave the church? Do we need to go somewhere else? And so we had all these different thoughts going through our minds. And um, we were uh, about five months away from having to make a, a huge decision. And the house right next to the church went up for sale. And the gentleman in the church came up to me one Sunday and he goes, do you think that house would work for your family? And I had been in it because there was an estate sale uh, a couple weeks earlier. And I said, well, yeah, uh, we, we'd have to do some work in, in the bathroom and, and put a ramp on the outside. Um, but the one floor on the first floor could be used for a, be a bedroom and everything along those lines. And God provided a new home for my family and I. Uh, the church stepped out in faith purchased uh, the house next to our church building to be used as the new parsonage for the pastor and his family and did some work in there so that it would it would work for my son and that's the proper time that Paul is talking about sometimes the proper time is not until you know two minutes before something is due uh, it was driving me nuts, but God is like, I got this at the proper time. And so Paul says at the proper time and listen to these words, we will reap a harvest. Notice that phrase. We will. That is a promise that that is God giving you and I a promise through the apostle Paul and his writings through the scriptures that we will reap a harvest. Not that we might, or if we you know, if everything comes together, then then you might reap a harvest. No, God goes, you are going to reap a harvest if, if, and that's the key word, if you do not give up. Now, that harvest, as I said, is going to be different for everyone. 
Not everybody's going to lead a church of 10,000 people. Not everybody's going to lead people to the Lord like Billy Graham did or, or someone else. But if we keep going, if you keep going, if you keep moving, if you keep planting the seed to the scriptures, if you keep working in somebody's lives, if, if you keep praying for somebody, if you keep moving forward and following Jesus, even though it is hard, even though it is difficult, and sometimes you just want to take a nap, if you don't give up, God says you will reap a harvest. Now that's an incredible encouragement that we need to be reminded of in our lives because there's many times where we want to just give up. Well, how do we do that? How do we not give up? Well, one of the ways you don't give up is you check your walk with Jesus all the time. Let me throw some things at you. So just to get you to think a little bit, um, that maybe will help you see some areas in your life that are that are weak that may be causing you to um just give up and and not walk with jesus as much as you you used to um and i encourage you to keep putting one foot in front of the other um but how do you not give up well uh, check your walk with jesus how is that going How's your prayer life? Are you praying? Are you uh, falling more in love with the God that has created you and pursued you and works in your life? Do you love him? Is he the delight of your life? Um, so often we we forget about Jesus because we don't love him. We don't see his splendor. We don't see his majesty. We don't see and realize who God is. And when we understand who God is and we fall in love with him more and more, and that just builds our relationship. But how's your prayer life as well? Are you talking to him more? Are you seeking him out in prayer, trying to build that aspect of your walk and your relationship with him? How are your emotions that you have within you? Um, a lot of times we hold in bitterness and unforgiveness and uh, a judgment that we have towards others because something that they've done, uh, something that they've said, even if it was from like 10 years ago. And you know what happens? All those emotions, those, neg those negative emotions within us, they start to eat away at us. Proverbs talks about this in, in many different ways. Uh, and even going back to Proverbs 4.23, where Solomon says, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life, that whatever is within us is eventually going to come out. And so maybe you have to start processing those emotions that you're dealing with within, within so that you can just come to a place of healing so that you can find a freedom in Christ that will help you to keep going. And there's one more thing that I want to share with you uh, really quick as we wrap up about how to not give up and keep following Jesus even when you're weary. And that is how do you do how do you define success? Oftentimes, the reason we get weary is because we don't think we're being successful. As I said, it could be exercise, it could be parenting, it could be in our marriages, it could be in work, it could be in ministry, it could be in whatever. But how do you define success? A couple of years ago, when I was in a state of weariness, I was sitting at my desk and I was just praying, and God, I don't know, I don't know this, I don't know that, what are you doing? Maybe you've been in, in a spot like that. And I was just sitting and praying, and what came to my mind was this statement. And I know this is for me, but maybe it'll help for you. And what this statement was, was this. 
faithfulness is success. And it was as if God was telling me that, you know what? If you're faithful to me, that is success. Because the number of people that come to Jesus through my ministry, it's not up to me. The, the growth of people in their walk with Jesus is not up to me. I, I can't get anybody to grow in Christ. All I can do is do my very best and be faithful to what God is calling me to do to help them to grow. But ultimately, growth and life and repentance and salvation and all of that is the work of God in somebody. And what is up to you and I is going, okay, what does the Lord want me to do today? And be faithful to do that. You see, we get war- weary because we um, m- measure ourselves with the matrix of the world. And God's not like that. God's on his own time frame. God has his own results in his mind. And you know what? Success is ultimately just being faithful to God every day. And in that, God is pleased. He's happy. And as we are faithful to God every day, you know what happens? We're not giving up on him. We're not giving up on our walk with him, and at the proper time, we will reap a harvest. So let me encourage you today, if you are weary in your walk with Jesus, just keep going. Find someone to talk to, uh, pray, read the scriptures, keep moving forward, because the Lord does promise at the proper time, he will give you a harvest, and that harvest may not be what you're expecting, But I will tell you this, it will be what you need. And so hopefully that helps with you. And if you don't mind, uh, if this has been a blessing to you, let us know. Leave us a comment, uh, subscribe, and share with your friends and family. Uh, We would greatly appreciate that. Praying for you and hopefully you have a great day. You take care.